Hello, and welcome to Newsweek's Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. Some people are so big, it's almost impossible to think of any actor portraying them. But when they do, and do it right, like Naomi Aki has done as Whitney Houston in the new film I Want to Dance with Somebody, out in theaters December 23rd, it's almost magical. I spoke with Naomi a couple weeks ago and then saw the film after we spoke, and wow, wow, this woman can act. She becomes Whitney. And personally, I feel like a pretty good judge because I, like millions of others, grew up on Whitney Houston. She was one of the first artists that I genuinely responded to, and I was with her right until the unfortunate end. Whitney's life and career was a movie before it even became an actual movie. We all know the bad things, but do we know the good things? That was important to Naomi, to be able to humanize Whitney Houston in a way that maybe we took for granted when she was alive. There are going to be some who won't like this movie, and that makes sense. Whitney inspires passionate things in people, and not everyone's going to agree on how we should remember Whitney Houston. But one thing we can agree on is that perhaps we can look back at how we treated Whitney when she was alive and perhaps recognize that some of the way we used her for her really truly gift, her gift that she had, was maybe a bit overwhelming for one person to handle. And as Naomi told me on today's episode, perhaps we can remember her with kindness instead of for the parts of her story that, well, perhaps when she was at her lowest. So go on, grab a snack, because I'll be right back with Naomi Aki. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I can't even tell you. Like, I was, I'm was, i nervous for you because it's like one of the most highly anticipated. When I saw the trailer, I got so excited. So many of my friends got so excited. What does it feel like to be in a film and a performance that's so anticipated? I'm not used to it. <laughs> um, it feels it's it's very outside of my comfort zone. I won't lie to you. Um, I I guess I guess a part of me always likes to approach every project like it's an indie. <laughs> this yeah. one was 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 very hard for me to pretend like it was <laughs> an indie. Yeah. Um, I you know I think the biggest thing was like. God, and I still deal with it now. I was talking to my dad on the phone, literally just before we, we had this. And I, was like, I go through phases where I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, oh my God, everyone's going to hate me. I've effed it up. <laughs> no, I like, and so I, I, like, I, I, I guess I'm just sitting with that right now, which is kind of trying to, to, to surrender to the fact that, you know, I, I think some, you know, if people enjoy it, they enjoy it. And if they don't, um, Thankfully, you know, I, I'm, we have Whitney to yeah. fall back on. And, and that was where my source material obviously came from. And it's where I hope this film leads is for people to go back to her 
because yeah. whatever I do is only going to be a tiny comparison to the story she told with her music. Um, yeah. And and you know, once I concentrate on that and that this project for me making it was all about loving and appreciating and wanting to humanize Whitney, then I feel um, like I'm I'm ready for the expectations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, just seeing a little bit, because I mean, of course, I haven't seen it because we can't see yeah. it. Reading starts soon. Yeah. But I, yeah. everything I've seen, I'm like, I have no doubt that this woman is going to pull this out because <laughs> the, the, the amount of like chills that I got just seeing you oh. as Whitney was like, oh, <laughs> how do you, I mean, considering that Whitney is so a part of who we are really as a culture in a lot of ways. Yeah, and usually. how do you make, Whitney, your own, and what was your process like finding your version of Whitney? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, too, because it was definitely like a, um, it was a battle for me because I think initially I came in being like, well, then I have to be exactly like Whitney. I have to weigh the same as Whitney. I have to look exactly the same. Every, you know, every movement of my face has to be exactly recorded from a YouTube video that I've seen. <laughs> and obviously I can't <laughs> do that. Like that's, that's not why I really did this job in the first place. And, and um, it has been a negotiation of juggling what parts of Whitney can I keep that mm. match in with the script and what can I elaborate on or um, uh, accentuate that is a part of my own experience. And I think, you know, looking back on any film, really, but especially the ones where people are actors are playing real people is, is that this is never about um, imitating because that's a different art. Yeah. <laughs> a, you know, I think it's telling a story um, and, and the story to me about Whitney, if we can refer that to our own lives is about how to be kind to ourselves, how to, um, how to work on our gift that we've been given, yeah. um, how, how to balance work and life yeah. at the same time, um, how to deal with pressure. Th those, those are bigger themes. Um, and so I guess for me, it was about like working on what those bigger themes were, yeah. not always focusing on um, how to be, that, and that was a pressure I put on myself, you know, how, how am I going to pull this off and trick everyone into thinking that I'm Whitney and I can't, that's just not in my, uh, I'm not a shapeshifter, but yeah. I, I do know, I know how to tell a good story. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that, you know, does that answer the question? I'm it does. <laughs> no, it really does. Because it, it was so interesting. Last night I was talking with a friend of mine who I didn't realize other schools did this, but when I was a kid, we always mm. had um, Whitney, Whitney's national anthem as art, like as the national anthem in the morning. That's like, amazing. They would play yeah. Whitney's version of the national anthem. Yeah. Apparently my friend's school did this too. And they lived in a totally <laughs> other state. I was blown away how like, we never really knew Whitney. We never really knew yeah. the woman. We knew this sort of version of Whitney that was served to us. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and that's what I mean when she was a part of our culture. We, we have yeah. this, these ideas of her. So like, yeah, what you did, I think, is that you felt you yeah. your version of Whitney in a lot of ways? It's my version, and and it's also like how to I don't it, exactly the same. And obviously, we don't hear play the national anthem, but yeah. Yeah. you know, <laughs> in a, in a way, 
um, her music was a part of so many of my my family and my friends' upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, t- talking about love and and joy and God and and these things that are like they're ingrained in us so much um, that I even walked into this project you know when I found out I got it was like I, I remember saying to a friend like this is too big because playing Whitney feels like playing you know Queen Cleopatra or yeah. or, or you know, like these these ideas of people that are so large that how do you how do you humanize someone who you've held to such high esteem for so long um and and that is what she needs though Mm, at the same time yep i i think that like this is a part of maybe undoing some of the work that that what that happened to her because of where she was what she was going through in the time that she was extremely famous there was an unkindness in the way that she was her illness of addiction was dealt with there was an unkindness about empathizing with what it must feel like to have so many people expect so much of you all the time that maybe this is a part of a a small part of undoing some of that work Mm -hmm. um um, and maybe we take that attitude towards other people too and yeah. realize these huge kind of celebrities and, and these people who are so amazing at one specific thing yeah. are still human and still have human struggles and, and still go through everything that we go through. I've, um, always, I've always thought on that note, which is so, you're yeah. so right. She's kind of like a Judy Garland in a way where when yeah. Judy Garland at the end of her life, all it was was her struggles and her drug addiction, yeah. and everything. Yeah. And now we're at a place, and it took so long, but now we're at a Ooh. place where we recognize that was just oh. a part of her and oh. the greatness of who she is. And I feel like this yeah. film and what you did is sort of the start of the, 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 the new look at Whitney in a lot of ways. A new look and an acknowledgement. Like, I think, you know, what the film does and, you know, when, when you see it, hopefully you'll see is that it acknowledges the drugs, yes, uh, but it acknowledges the music and the joy and the connections she made with people and the impact she had on people. And, you know, I, I think about so many people, even in my life, who I've, I've lost along the way, and I'm like, the things I remember about them yeah. are not always the, the, the struggles. It's how oh. they made me feel in their highest moments. And there they, they was a level going through it, the process of, of creating my version of Whitney, but also filming it, where I was like full of a gratitude that I hadn't really felt for mm. any particular kind of um, uh, idol yeah. that, that I've had in my life. Like that, that there was a gratefulness and a, and a lack of need for entitlement mm. over that person that um, was, was a new experience. Um, because when, when you're served that, you know, I, I grew yeah. up with Whitney and I was served her music. She served me with her music. Yeah. And I just thought it was a given. Yeah. <laughs> was, I didn't yeah. think about the backstory. No, I didn't no. think about what she, she, she was joy. Exactly. Yeah. She was just joy. She was, she, was, yeah. she was emotion. She was everything that we were meant to feel in a lot of ways. Yeah. How do you avoid, because I have a feeling when you get a part like this, your yeah. phone is probably, and friends, everyone has oh a hot God. take on Whitney. Everyone oh has a hot God. take. How do you you avoid the hot takes and not get that noise in your head distracting you from what you need to do? You know? I am am 
very, very good at shutting off my phone. I think a lot of my friends, and this is like before I even started really properly acting, like I, I am like a bit of a recluse. Yeah. Can you tell by this dark couple? I, mean, um, <laughs> that, that, um, I, I think, you know, I, I kind of go into a hole. I'm not being, I'm not being funny. And I, I get very protective over yeah. my work. And, you know, I take what I like and I leave what I don't. And so whenever anyone offered any information that I felt helped and supported what I was already trying to do, I would immediately absorb it uh, with thanks. But anything that kind of felt like it didn't fit with the story, with the script, I would just let it go with thanks, you know? And, and I think, again, this is, I mean, the playing Whitney is kind of like a win-win, lose-lose situation. Yeah. everyone has their ideas of who Whitney was that's the beauty of, of being a symbol to people is that everyone reads her in different ways there is no way you know in the world that I can please everyone with my perception of Whitney yeah. um, but that was never going to be my focus or I tried to remind myself that wasn't going to be my focus to try and please everybody um, yeah. I you yeah. know the source material that I have I used that and then I started imagining everything else <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, what was there something in the process that surprised you about Whitney in the process of like your, your resource material and stuff? I think, you know, I, I, I don't know. Surprise. I, I guess the thing I was like titillated by was, um, and I keep on saying it, but like how like sweet and goofy she was. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't quite realize how, um, silly mm. she could be especially when I found some of the, like the home videos and like stories from people around her, you know, I think at the time I was growing up was around the time where she really didn't like press. Yeah. You know, that, and rightly so. And, and, and so a lot of the things I remember, if I can, it was so long ago, but like the things I can remember was, was when she was or was being shown as unhappy. Yeah. Uh, I remember that, and then I remember her playing the godmother, uh, the god, the fairy yeah. godmother in in Cinderella. <laughs> those were yeah. my two. Those were my two things. And then I think I was coming up in a time where she was, re, uh, you know, releasing new material. It was the "Your Love Is My Love" era. It was mm. the um, yeah. "It's Not Right But It's Okay" era. Is when I remember hearing new music from Whitney. Everything else, I I don't remember when I first heard it, but I just knew all the songs. Yeah. Um, so within that era, you know, everything, she seemed a lot older to me than she was. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, because I was about, you know, six, seven, she seemed yeah. way older than she yes. actually was. And so now looking back, I'm like, oh, crap. Like, she's probably like a few years older than I am yeah. now. Yeah. And so knowing that she's similar to me in the ways where, like, she was super playful, um, she she worked hard but she played hard and and i say players and playing with other people I, I, you know yeah. it was actually one of the moments where i really connected i was like oh me and whitney are alike in this way <laughs> dude you should see me on set i'm a silly billy i am silly <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah you know i take my work very seriously but i also need to laugh and feel comfortable around people and make people laugh to feel like i'm doing my other part of the job yeah um that was that was cool you know I, I i found it surprising that and also unsurprising that ricky told me she didn't like to rehearse oh no my god didn't like to rehearse oh wow yeah, 
And she was like, because she knew the voice was there, innit? So yeah. she was just like, yeah, it's I mean, good, I got it. You don't if you don't you don't have to get ready if you stay ready kind of thing you know if what you I mean? Stay ready. Like Winnie she was, was just ready. ready. Yeah, <laughs> she was ready. She was just ready. Yeah, I remember. I distinctly remember as a kid. Speaking of her music, like I I was the bodyguard. I was I was a little kid. I think it was eight years old, and I was obsessed with the bodyguard. And I remember I went to school. I don't know what grade that was, and everyone was like, "Why are you talking about this adult movie? You're a child." And I'm like, right. it's the bodyguard. It's incredible. It's the bodyguard. Incredible. It's one of the best movies. You know, yeah. she knew, like, what was crazy, there's an interview where she's like, she knew. She was like, I know I would be slated for that film. It's so funny. Wow. She she says, like, she's like, I, you know, know that, like, people are going to come at this film. Yeah. And then it becomes this, like, huge success that I think Insane. was critically yeah. not well received but loved by everyone by this eight-year-old yes yeah Yeah. good yes i mean when that scarf hits that knife wow wow (laughs) like that's a moment that's a moment and whitney did that when he lifts her and you see her face when she's getting lifted yes and you know that is pure joy from whitney pure joy Joy. pure joy what is what is there like is there a song for you because for me i think mm. the hardest song to ever lip sync in or, or not lip sync in like to do karaoke to is um yeah. exhale shoop shoop that shoop the shoop, shoop. oh that's a hard one yeah, yeah it's hard because if when you actually <laughs> sing it they, they shoop shoop a lot there's a lot of exactly it's almost too much only whitney can do that but is there a song yeah. that you responded to both personally on your own level but also yeah. was there one that you loved performing in the film like actually you know oh god yeah i mean i really loved there's a performance uh whitney did a a, a, like standalone performance maybe one night or two in south africa for Mm. nelson mandela and in it she sings the most perfect version of i will always love you that like when i first saw it and it's included in the film and and that I, I mean, I you don't like spoiler, but like you only see a little part of it. Yeah, go on YouTube and watch that I performance. Of I will always love you. It <sighs> is one of the most magical things I have ever seen. I mean, just in my life, it, it sounds incredible. Wow, it's just like it's a, for apartheid, and she's got this beautiful mm. like head wrap on, and it's the you know when I say Whitney is a storyteller, and that's you know, told to me by my work colleague um, and my movement coach and my friend, Polly Bennett, who was helping me with the movement side of of Whitney. And she's incredible. Um, She worked on Elvis and she worked on Mm. Bohemian Rhapsody. And I'm very lucky to have her as my own friend. And and she was like, if you look at the way Whitney sings, it's like she's telling children a story. Mm. And there are some moments, especially live, watch this and then and then we'll have to ch- talk about it again another yeah. time where yeah. it's like she's tell telling children a fairy a fairy tale wow. the way she like her eyes and like oh it softens my heart wow. even talking about it i just get like all shivers and i couldn't i still cannot i don't care what anyone says no one would say i could hold a candle to yeah. that performance like it wow. is so that was one of my favorites. But to be honest, anytime I got to like open my mouth and it sounded like I sounded like Whitney Houston, I, I was like happy. 
I do not sing like Whitney Houston. Because we've all tried. We've all done that moment where we're lip syncing to Whitney. Yes. Because you know you can't sing as good as Whitney. No, nobody can. Open your mouth. Just open your mouth. Just just open it and hope for the best. (laughs) Well, I have two more questions for you. Um, First off, I have to say, like, I have loved Cassie Lemon's work for so long. And I think she is... I mean, I've always thought she's she's underrated in a way that yeah. she needs to be applauded more for her work. Yeah. I mean, Eve's Bayou, just oh. Harriet. And I mean, incredible yeah. films. Like, mm-hmm. what was it like working with her? Oh, oh, I love that woman. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think there was something in me that felt like a child making this film. I, I weirdly turned 30 when I made this film, but I felt... Yeah the most unstable that I felt in a project in my life. Mm. Um, and to have her there as a support and as someone who completely believed in me in some, in moments where I was like, are you crazy? I can't do this. Like, yeah. I, was like I was aggressive sometimes in the way that I was like, stop making me do this. I can't do this. Hire someone else. <laughs> and you know that, that be- she's just got a beautiful energy she's so clued in on film filmmaking but also yeah. talking to actors she's good at soft love tough love mm. direction and and those are the things i needed because i you know coming into it i remember saying to my sister when i got the part i i you know i think somebody had to say this you get the part and then you celebrate and then you're like oh fuck and in that moment i said to my sister i was like i feel like i'm a baby staring at a mountain and i know somehow i've got to like get to the top and i have no idea how i'm yeah. gonna get there um and luckily for me casey came in and held my hand man like you know, there was, there was so much to do, um, in, in preparing for this and then shooting it, which is like a whole marathon within itself. Yeah. Um, I couldn't have, I really couldn't have done it without her. And I'm so grateful that she's still fighting for me even now, like just, and, and, uh, I'm, you know, things, certain things fell into place with this job. Um, uh, through, through joy and through pain that, that, yeah. you know, help to make the film what it is today. And I'm really grateful for that. Oh, amazing. Well, my last question for you, I, yeah. I love you as an actress. I've, you, you at surprising. I, I looked at your resume today, even though I've seen, it's not a lot. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, I've seen like everything she's done. And for some reason, <laughs> yeah. you've been around longer. It's so, it's so interesting how, how, how successful you've been in such a short period of time. And your next film with Zoe Kravitz film directed, I'm, very excited about it. I know you probably can't say much, but I, oh, the, I looking looking at the cast list, I the fact that you're working with Gina Davis, who is like my queen, like I, I love her so much. She yeah. gave me some skittles. Oh, of course. She's, she signed a pack a packet of skittles for all of us. <laughs> and I was like, when you watch the film, it will make more sense. But like, she signed a packet of skittles for all of us, and it's on. It's in my living room right now. Oh like, I am obsessed God. with her. I lo- what can you tell us anything anything about um it? oh god what is Zoe's gonna kill me if I say anything that's no, gonna give anything away um what can I say it is expect a multi-toned oh. like thriller horror with humor and 
darkness and surprises. And it's one of the craziest films I have ever been a part of making. Uh? I think you just place no expectation because I feel like it's, I feel like people even like think of title and think they know what they're about to see. And like, I, I, it's not predictable. Um, and, and it was hugely cathartic for me, um, personally. Um, and it gave me access to an amazing group of people who I call friends to this day. Like the cast are all incredible human beings i love them deeply 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 and we had the maddest time in mexico filming this film i'm so excited to see it and i'm so glad (laughs) to have talked with you today this was so much fun oh my god such a joy thank you so much thank you so much i'm really excited for the film i think it's going to be incredible and i just i'm i I just can't wait for all the success you're going to have bless you thank you so much thank you my love honestly that chat with naomi gave me so much like happiness it filled my soul with joy she's incredible i think you should see this film particularly for her performance but also if you're a whitney fan to maybe learn some new things but also maybe contextualize some things that maybe you have wrong about whitney's story and let me know what you thought of today's episode you can find me at h allen scott on everything and thanks for listening to newsweek's parting shot if you liked what you just heard you know what to do go and leave that little rating and review and maybe share it on social media And for more of the latest news and podcasts, head to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the social platforms. And while you're at Newsweek.com, be sure to subscribe to Newsweek's For the Culture newsletter. It comes out every Tuesday and Thursday from me. And it's, I mean, it's from me. So, of course, I'm going to think it's great. But I think you'll think it's great, too. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.